What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, everyone, and welcome to The Kaisa Show. What up? I'm here with my co-host, Mike, and we have a really good episode today. (laughs) I say that, and I don't even know where we're going. Yeah, that's a good optimism. I like that. Yeah, we're just, Mike and I are in a good mood. We've been, you know, working hard all day, and I feel like that good energy is going to flow into today's podcast. I agree. I'm excited because we got a couple new things we're trying out today on the podcast, you know, because we've been trying to collect um, reviews and feedback and stuff. We got a few that we're going to go over today. We're going to acknowledge some people, which is going to be fun. So we're kind of, it's kind of a, I wouldn't call it a random show because we've done the random show before. I don't know if this is all that random. There's a couple, like I've got some things I want to talk about. Mike created an outline. Let's be real. Every week. Come on. We got, okay, but I have to go back to the reviews. I'm not going to lie. I always forget that people (laughs) might be listening to this podcast. So we got a really cool email this week and it just means so much. So I'm excited. Are we going to touch on them a little bit? This is what you do. I love it. This is just because I have this plan for the end of the show and then you just skip. So let's just do it now because it's fun. Okay. And we're already here. Okay. So we want to give a shout out to Maria Strep and Amber Harper. Maria uh, dropped a, a YouTube comment oh. about Luca's episode yes. actually, and had some great takeaways. So we just want to say thank you for listening and thank you for like, com- like taking the time to comment and yeah. explain what you got out of it. Yeah, that means a lot. And then also Amber Harper, we want to give a big shout out for an amazing email. That was the one you forwarded oh, me the other yes. day. Yes, that was so thoughtful and sweet and completely made our week. So thank yeah. you. And yeah, and congratulations because I believe Amber is pregnant. pregnant. So yeah. shout out to new moms. Yes. <laughs> okay. And shout out to you listening and making it all the way through our podcast. We are so grateful for all of you. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna drop into a few things, but before we get started, what's buzzing? What's buzzing? Okay. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Mine is literally what's buzzing and I think I'm taking a detour on a what's buzzing topic but what's buzzing is I got my first bee sting oh ever that's funny that you're (laughs) buzzing on that and I just it was so perfect because I was thinking about last night like what am I buzzing on and it was just too perfect I'm buzzing on the fact that I got my first bee sting and I'm still alive (laughs) You actually came into the studio. I forgot. You were so, you Mike, this weekend I got stung by a bee. I was like, well, clearly you're not allergic. No, because apparently you don't know if you're allergic until the second sting. Ah. And I've been starting to hypothesize that I'm actually going to have a deathly allergic reaction because the bee sting was two weeks ago and my foot is still kind of itching and bothering mm. me where the bee sting is i think they can kind of like well i don't know i was gonna like give some some comment that i actually have no clue about because <laughs> i've gotten stuck by bee i think three times in my life so oh. i'm not my dad's allergic he has to carry an EpiPen. oh really it's actually quite scary like it if is. He, like he doesn't talk about it much i think he he must just always have it with him but like 
kind of freaky. Something you can't control all. Like, I never meant to get stung by a bee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. nothing I could have prepared for. I literally stepped on this yeah. bee. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And also for me, the bee was in the pool and I asked somebody to get out of the Mm. pool. And then it was the same bee that they had laid on the side of the pool. And I, well, unless a new bee came in the exact same position. But, and then like Mm. two hours later, I stepped on it. So that was what I'm buzzing on. That's a stretch to think it was the same bee. Two hours later? Yeah. You don't think the bee left the premises? Okay, well, when I said it out loud, it kind of sounded stupid. <laughs> I thought it was immediately. I didn't know it was two hours later. This no, bee was, was like catching some sun rays poolside with you guys. No, do you think maybe it could have been dead? Oh, and that's I just a good stepped on the stinger. Oh, that's that's what I would. That was the story like, I told can, myself. Can you get stung by a dead bee? You would. I would kind of assume so, but I don't know. I don't know either. We need to get a bee expert on the show Oof, in the future. No. I don't even like talking about them was like, mm. we just can go through my what's buzzing topics fast. Okay. Okay. Bees and spiders are not for me. Bees and spiders. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That was buzzing. Yeah, buzzing. This week I'm buzzing on this here recorder that we're recording the podcast on. You look at, you're like already disinterested because you don't like tech, <laughs> but here's the thing. No, I'm not disinterested people. Oh. <laughs> Did everybody hear that? Wait, do they all hear that? Yeah, oh Oh yeah, it's in there. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things about this recorder. This is a Zoom P4 pod track, um, and it's super easy. It's like 200 bucks. It allows you to have four connections. So we could have four mics set up. Each of us can have a headphone out, which not all like, you kind of have to get higher up in the the tech to get like everyone gets a headphone unless you get like splitters and blah 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 okay and you got these amazing effects thank no you thank you ladies and gentlemen way. thank you uh what's the other one that's uh, oh money in the bank can we do one like so i can i can have an effect for this yeah, i yeah, yeah. just swirl my fingers around when mike needs to wrap, wrap up, up his long winded yep yep, yep, yep. Um, can i have whoosh, like wind <laughs> No. we'll get something better than that i don't know what that is we can do something like at the oscars you know when the speech needs to get wrapped yeah. up they do that really subtle music yeah. you can put whatever you want on there oh which I'm is really dope the problem i will say my one criticism about it is it if you want to put your own sounds on there because those are built in like to the to the machine but if we want to put our own you have to put it on the little sd card and you have to have it on the SD card every time. I'm not going to lie. You are you don't speaking know a any of that. So this all records to a little memory card. Okay. Right. So you have to put the sounds on that memory card and then mm-hmm. pop it in. Anyways. I just always take it for granted because you know yeah, everything. Know. And then I just show up and everything's like, like ready to recorded. go. And perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you have to charge batteries. Sorry, like, you're so good at what you do. I don't even get stressed about it. I don't even have to think about it. Well, thank you. Another thing, uh, it allows you to like plug in a phone so we could like call someone i was thinking we have some people we might want to call someday on the show oh my god live like literally like it plugs into your phone and then you could call someone and it it, like it's great uncle matt yeah uncle matt i was thinking (laughs) maybe boss like that would be you know oh we should totally call boss okay that boss would be a liability but if everybody's ready for it we're gonna call yeah uh, anyways, I'm buzzing on that. It's been a game changer not to have to plug the mics into the camera. Yeah. And now we got this little thing. So anyways, that's where we're, that's where I'm at. Okay. I love that for you. Thank you. And for you. <laughs> and for it's me. beneficial. <laughs> You're right. It's beneficial for us both. All right. So the half marathon. I knew you were going to go here. <laughs> How I'd like to preface this. Okay. So 
if you've been listening to the podcast, Kaisa has been training. Uh, that's a stretch of a word training. for this half marathon happening in Santa Barbara with her friend. And every I check in and it doesn't seem like much is happening in that department as far as running training. I mean, you train all the time. But I'm getting sweaty. It's, it is hot I knew you were going to call me out. How I would like to preface this, because there's another thing I want to bring up along these lines, Jesus. is that it's not quitting. It's making adjustments. So you've yeah. had to make some adjustments. I also don't mind quitting. I, I don't I don't think quitting is a terrible thing. We I think we've talked about this before. I don't have any I don't have any problem quitting things. If it's not right for me or it doesn't yeah. serve me. Here's the Let's thing. Let's hear the story though. What's the story with the marathon <clears throat> training? What everything happened? I say is gonna sound like one big excuse. So the moral of the story was is I signed up for the half marathon as an exciting thing to do with my friend, not because I wanted to run record speeds at a marathon, but because I wanted an excuse to go to Santa Barbara, hang out. And also I wanted motivation on days that I, I've been always thinking I wanted to run more. So on days that I was not, I wanted to go for a run and was not going to be motivated. If I had the half marathon in my mind, I was going to go for an extra run or a run. (laughs) Okay. It worked a few times. I did go on runs. I did buy a new pair of shoes. Oh, yeah. That was a whole thing. Yeah. I forgot about the campaign. So I think it really did succeed at what I wanted it to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, my friend hurt her back, so she can't run. And then I think we can say it now because this will air after. My uncle is going to be proposing. Who's, my uncle is my favorite person in the world. He's going to be proposing to his girlfriend. Wait, do you know that for sure? Well... Uncle Matt's gonna be on the spot, yeah. And okay. the party is. Well, I'm gonna just be... saying, like, what if he wasn't, and then well, wife, I mean, future wifey. Oh no! And they do listen to this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, shout out no. to that proposal. Yeah, shout out to the proposal. Um, Are we doing jackets? I'm hot too. Yeah, I got hot. I got sweaty. <laughs> I knew you were gonna put me on the spot. So, but so I guess I'm not doing the half marathon. Okay, I don't have any problem with it. More people are like, wait, what? <laughs> But it served its purpose, and I'm actually considering signing up for another one. I think I'm going to sign up for the Seattle Half Marathon in September. So, you know, if I add five more extra runs in, that is an accomplishment. Yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying. It's not quitting. It's making adjustments. I don't think you really quit. You just decided to. I mean, I did quit. (laughs) For the record, you are a quitter. I don't think that's negative. No, I don't think so. It's a skill. Yeah. And I think exactly like that's kind of, I thought there was a kind of a fun conversation around quitting, like knowing when to quit. Like if you're, if you're forcing something like at for what at the end of the day like there's a lot of situations where it's like you know uh don't be a quitter or whatever and it's like actually it's great to quit sometimes oh a thousand percent and I think also it's knowing for me I knew I was signing up for the half marathon not as like all of my training was going to be dedicated to running but just in the sense of I've had an interest for the past I I would say the past like year just to be able to like go outside and go for a run I just it I don't know why I'm forcing that on myself. I just don't like running. <laughs> I think I'm the same way. Like the I, in, so many people I talk to feel the same way. Like I think we just it must be just a, such a primal movement that it seems like we all should be decent at it and like it. And yeah. when we don't, it's like 
what's wrong with me? Yeah. And I always think of it like, oh, it's going to be like such a fun thing. I'm going to go get fresh air and go run. But the reality is my body actually doesn't really like running that much either. Like Mm. I start to, my back starts cramping. So there's all these things that come into play where, and I know this kind of sounds contradictory because I just said I'm going to sign up for the Seattle half marathon, but I just like, I don't know. I like having you know, like things in the ground or what do we call them? My anchors to go for. And if I add extra running in, I am happy and that's all it's for. Like I don't find a lot of enjoyment, but I still am hopeful that maybe one day I will. There we go. What everybody says they go run, like the the type of person that runs and like clears their mind and meditates. I so want that to be me because I actually get angry when I run. <laughs> like I you want it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I start to get more mad and I yeah. just, I'm like, what am I doing? And this is boring. And, yeah. and it's never changed. I've yeah. always thought that. I will say I started doing, I think I've talked about it before, like the low heart rate running. And I will say it, once I let the ego fall, like, because I'm going slow but I actually reached a point where I was enjoying running because it didn't hurt mm-hmm. and because it felt, it was, it, I got, it felt like I was on a slow drive through a neighborhood. You, I don't know, you used to get older. I feel like, well, let's I take the scenic route. And you like, look at that house. That's yeah. a nice yard. And you just kind of, you like, you know, it's like, it's something that, you know, I think just happened. So that's how I started feeling with running. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I get to cruise these neighborhoods. I normally don't like care about yeah. or like remember what is down here yeah but yeah i don't know you're so also you're just motivated by different you are motivated by like by like numbers and data like yeah. so it's so fitting that that you're just thinking like that's a new thing for you to test out and to see if it works which is perfect i'm not motivated by that what are you motivated by like am i having fun doing this okay and i and, and or some, winning or winning okay but I wasn't trying to win the half marathon so that wasn't really motivation I just and I'm still not giving it up I just want to be clear I am still on the pursuit of being a runner but to go back to everyone thinking that we should all be runners you know running is actually a really aggressive and oftentimes hard thing on most people's bodies so it's not I am trying to pay attention like maybe my body just doesn't like running like maybe I just need to go out and sprint but a slow jog especially on a treadmill just doesn't do me very good yeah my back yeah i'm just in like my my feet yeah my feet get all and i've tried all the different shoes and it's just always like i can do it but it's not like i never there's nothing else that i do that afterwards i'm in the kind of pain that i'm in from running so like literally so yeah. not worth it and but i'm right does, there with you but doesn't it also you're like but I can figure it out. Well, I, I do. And I was telling Luca, uh, my coach, that. And he was like, well, send me a video. I think we could kind of start analyzing mm-hmm. it. Because there's obviously something that's happening. For me, my back cramps up like mm. 10 minutes in. And then I have to re- I have to jump off the treadmill for 30 seconds, get back on and run for a minute. Because it just, I can't figure it out. So hmm. clearly there's things happening. And we also might be going too much too soon. You know, like, <laughs> Yo, it's moral of our story. Yeah, always. I think literally, I think that's like a big because I'm like, oh, I'll go do five miles, even though I haven't ran in a year. And it's like, that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah. But the thought of like doing a half mile or a mile to work on form, like there's something, there's definitely ego involved for me yeah. where I'm like, a it's mile. actually a good point. Yeah. I definitely, I went from like nothing to 40 minutes. Exactly. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. So was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then what about soccer? You're so mean. Nothing. I can't tell Mike anything anymore because it's all going to come back into my face in my face. 
on a podcast. No, I just think this is a learning opportunity for the listeners out there thinking like, oh, Kaiser just starts running and she just start. she's going to do this marathon and then like she just playing soccer how does she do it all well folks she doesn't she doesn't <laughs> no she no, doesn't you're real all. you're a yeah. human like all of us i just no, think these are valid things to totally bring and i like i continuously do things having hopes that oh this is going to be like the next thing that like brings me some joy or you know it's like my outlet or my stress reliever and i can tell pretty quickly when it's not and so when it's causing me more stress like soccer you know i just I can't get over the fact that I still think I should be a really good soccer player and I'm not. Mm. And I don't have the time to like go practice. So it's just, it ends up every Monday night more frustrated and upset than feeling good about the thing that I do. And in my mind, I'm playing such a different picture and telling myself such a different story of like, this is going to be so great. And then when it's challenging, like work through it and you're going to learn so many things. No, I'm fucking not. I'm learning a lot more about myself in therapy than I am in the soccer field. Okay. I just like... I don't know. Yeah. So I'm still on the team, but I told them like, maybe I'll be you have, at one you game. You have an injury <laughs> on the sidelines bra- right now. I have a brain injury. Um, I forget who we were talking. It might've been Luca too, about uh, kind of knowing when something is taking away versus like adding to. And I think like, I've been thinking about my training a lot in that way of like, this is clearly like, I just run it through a quick filter. Like, is that, adding to my life or is it taking away? And I'm definitely at a point in my life where I'm like, things need to be adding. And like, so I think that's something. Yeah, because I think the story that you could tell yourself if you're a quitter or like, you know, what I could be telling myself, like, I'm lazy. I have no motivation. I have no discipline. But that's not the truth. I am not lazy. I'm not unmotivated. Like I'm working my ass off, especially in training with like, we want to talk about movement, like with Luca, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like going crazy. I'm about to do the smart training program. Like, there's a lot I'm doing. It just, this isn't something that I'm having a lot of fun doing. And I value whether or not I'm enjoying something yeah. more than whether or not I could just push myself to do that thing. So yeah, I've just changed the story. But my entire life, I would have told myself the other story. Yeah. Like you're worthless. You're pointless. You can't do that. You know? And, and then it affects all these other things too. Everything. Which is so annoying. This is interesting because this also is interesting for me because my whole journey this year of like, this is the first year I haven't snowboarded. I've told mm. you this before, which is like, and it feels like I'm quitting. But like, to me, I'm like, no, I'm not quitting. I'm just like making an adjustment. This year just didn't work out. And also being open to like what it might look like in the future, which just could be different. Like your soccer career in your 20s might look different than your soccer recreational playing in your 30s. And so it was funny this weekend, a friend of ours was like so stoked on taking his two daughters and his wife to Snoqualmie Pass, like to the local mountain, which isn't like a very good mountain. But he's like, we go in the evenings, like we have an evening pass. We go on Saturdays in the evening, so we don't have to wake up early. And I'm like, all these things that don't even register in my mind, because I'm like, you have to get up early, you have to get fresh tracks, you have to be, like, you have to get the best of the best. And I'm like, this is really interesting. He's like, yeah, you're not like there to get like powder lines or like get the best, you know, day. He's like, but you're there with your family, and it's like fun to be in the snow with your family. And I was like, huh, yeah. maybe that's my, maybe next year I adjust to where it adds to versus takes away. Yeah. And I think, uh, we always talk about seasons, but I think it just depends on the season. And I think for me, like I am in a season of the extracurricular things that I'm doing. I just want them to bring joy and I want them to be fun. And I don't really want to be stressed out and I don't want to be dreading it the entire day. And I gave myself with soccer, I gave myself an entire season and I did sign up for the second season. I haven't been to a game yet 
to like push through and, and just figure out where I was really at. But I know myself and I kind of respect my boundaries and I don't think less of myself if that thing's not working for me. I'm like actually kind of more proud of just being like, I made that call, like I tried it, it didn't really work and it might work in a few years. Like my mom is what, 61 and is on a soccer team now. Like who knows? Just because I'm quitting it now doesn't mean I'm like quitting it for life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Speaking of quitting. Oh gosh, what? <laughs> Today's theme. No, there's we're just we're kind of fielding questions from from the community. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought I was like racking my brain. Is there something I'm else I told today. you I quit? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm out. <laughs> my stomach hurts. What if I just quit the podcast? I would be devastated. Um one person in particular, but I think many have asked and noticed you have switched trainers. Oh. And I think the question comes up, uh, it was a specific question around kind of when, it was a good question because it wasn't just like, why'd you switch? It was like when to know to like to switch things up or to even like look at things and understand like, is this working or not? Yeah, and that's so, a great question. Yeah. And it has come up a lot on social too. So I appreciate it being here so we can kind of talk about it. So the the kind of big theme about it is I've gotten to a place in my life where I am very clear about whether or not things are serving me. And I don't necessarily mean like in a selfish way. I just mean like even in a relationship and a partnership with like my trainer, like, is this serving me? If it's not serving me, it's probably not serving him. Is this a, you know, like, is this a space that we're, that we should still be in? And I think I've come to realize with relationships of all types, whether it's my trainers, my friends, whoever, that they're not always here forever. And somebody, you know, it could be a really, really positive thing for a while, and then you might need to move on. And that's exactly the case with Rebel, who I was training with before. I have gotten to the place where I really wanted to dive in to learning more and more kind of sports performance training and just like really heavily going that route because I also wanted to create programs around that. And Luca is a, is a better fit for that point blank period. And I've had, I mean, Rebel and I are on good terms. We've had conversations about it, but I wanted more from what was happening. And that's the season of life that I'm in. I still tell everybody to go to athletic forming. It's yeah. the best community there. It is an amazing environment. And I had the most fun training for two and a half years with Rebel and he got me through so many hard times. So it's never, it's just for me about knowing very clearly about what, where I'm at in life and, and what I want out of a situation. Um, and just, you know, if it's not, if I'm not getting that, I'm, I kind of don't stay in things very long anymore. Like I'm, I, you know, moving on to the next. Yeah. What are you, what would you say you're learning a lot of like right now? Like what's a big change that's happened? With Luca? Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that I'm like a curious person and because I, especially with training and with the body and because I'm not around other trainers anymore, I don't work in a gym. I miss out on being able to shoot the shit with other trainers and ask questions. And Luca is a very, very, um, like detailed, intelligent trainer, passionate, passionate. Like he just, and I've known that I've known Luca, I've known Luca for like seven or eight years, you know, like I've, I've always, I've always known that about him. I've always known, like I wanted to learn in some way, but now was just the perfect fit of being like, I have a little bit more time in my life where I can drive the distance to go down there. I can learn, I can ask questions about everything that's going on, whether it's a move, whether it's the way he programs things. And a big thing to me was I really wanted to collaborate 
on a program that I was doing and that we could offer to others, which is what smart training is. And that was something that was a really good fit for Luca. And so that's where we're at. And I, I'm just right now in this moment, I am loving it. I mean, I literally came into our meeting yesterday, just straight from training, just being like, I love it. Like it's fulfilling me right now. A little ripe. Um, does the, does Vigor have showers? <laughs> Look, it was a small room. You came in hot off the press. I literally, that took me a minute to figure out what you were saying. Gosh, no, you shots fired. No, no, I literally, I warned Thankfully, you all you and we opened the windows. Yeah. Thankfully, you're not stinky because like you work out, like I'm around you a lot working out. And if you were... It'd be a problem. Like, it would suck. God, we'd have to get, like, a deodorant deal or something. I mean, I we mean, did have deodorant on set, which is like, <laughs> seems like a, like that's a prereq, but... Kate, for the record... What? I don't, like... Did I smell terrible? No, 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 <laughs> okay, no, 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 just, no, no, People are going to be good. listening. No, no, I would let like, you wow. know. Like, I'm going to not let you know. God. I mean, I just <laughs> did let you know. You did have a slight kind of onion. Just a, like, onion... Light, not nothing like. Oh my god, you are so mean. <laughs> but okay, I did work out That's for love. two hours. I know, no, I'm. And then have to come straight to our meeting. Yeah, so if good. you, hey, if you work out for two hours and you don't smell, let me know what type of deodorant you're yeah, wearing. Straight absolutely. up, yeah. Or like pre, is it a prebiotic thing? You know, <laughs> is it is something it? internally that's that's coming hey, out? An onion, though. What the. Yeah, no, I would say it was cl- if I was going to compare it to a food, it would probably have been. I mean, because there's a bite, oh but my there's God, a. This is so <laughs> gross. I am so sorry. One, I'm sorry to everybody listening. I'm also sorry that I smelled like an onion. I have to correct that. One. No, it's all good. Okay, follow up question to this is. Have you ever gotten trained by a woman? <clears throat> oh my gosh. Shout out to this question, and it's always in my mind that I would love to be coached by a woman, and no, the only female coach that I have had ever is a female soccer coach for a year. How'd that go? She quit. (laughs) (laughs) But she quit the whole team. It's not like she quit me. Yeah, yeah. just because of you, though. It was probably a little tear. So yeah. no. Yeah, it just hasn't presented and itself. It just hasn't presented itself and I I would love to be. Do you think there's fewer like sports and performance coaches that are women versus men, would you Yeah, there yeah. are fewer. Yeah. But so there are little, some bad ass for sure. women. But maybe harder to come by. Harder to come yeah. by. Um and in Seattle for me, like, you know, Luca has a space, Rebel has yeah. a space. You know, it's like hard. I don't have a space, so I that is also like, do you have a studio space that we train out of? So, yeah, but I would love to. It's interesting though. Cause like, I feel like you have a strong female audience that loves to be coached by you. And then mm-hmm. you in the past, you coached more women than you did men. Right. Always. Yeah. yeah. But then you get coached by men. Yeah, nothing weird. I just, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. There's always, you know, risky lines, but like there's a masculine and feminine <clears throat> energy sometimes. And I think that like, you like that challenge, mm-hmm. you know, and I, not to say that like a female coach wouldn't challenge you, but there's something. I'm intense. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. to say that a female coach couldn't handle my intensity, totally. but like it definitely, I push mm-hmm. the boundaries and I'm like, you know, I'm definitely, I need somebody that can kind of like, you know, hold their own. I with wonder me. if, 
And not, I just reiterate, not that any female couldn't hold their own with me because yeah. plenty of women do. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm going to say something without thinking it through too much. So like, feel free. Like I'm, I don't think I this roll. is bad, but maybe men have bigger egos in general. I think that's, I'm, I, as a man, I feel like that's safe to say. Um, and there's something about an ego that is like more determined to like challenge or kind of like you know, push. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if maybe there's something around that, like the, the energy of like, yeah, I mean, I think we, I'm sure it's a lot of things. I'm sure we could nitpick, but I definitely, I think if a female coach in this area, if I knew about a female coach in this area that I, that I think, you know, could push me, I would absolutely be training with them as well. Yeah. So if you're a female trainer in the <laughs> Seattle area and you think you could train Kaiser fit, no, Call now. And I don't mean that to sound like douchey at all. I just mean like I'm an intense person. You know, like even yesterday, walking into yesterday's training session, like I realize what a coach has to deal with when they deal with me because, you know, I have Mm -hmm. a... I'm sorry. Okay. I don't realize just what a coach has to... I realize what everybody in my life has to deal with when they deal with me. And I do try to actively work on that. And, you know, I even sat in the car for a few minutes before I walked into Luca's, but had an intense few days and checking my energy and balancing that you know it's like there's a lot going on and I tried not to bring that in but I did bring a little bit I just get quiet and when I get quiet you know people are like what's wrong with you and I'm like nothing don't talk to me (laughs) yeah I get that way too though like and it's not my like this has come later in life like I've just really tried like I always say too much I've always like had this thing you know it's like oh I said too much last night or I said too much at that meeting like I always walk away feeling like I said too much and then so later like it's been a hard practice of just kind of like taking things in but whenever I do that everyone's like you good Mike it happened happened yesterday yesterday. yeah where I'm just like you're not really saying that much I'm like no I mean I'm just I'm really taking this in it's not like bad or good but it's interesting you know I think you're yeah I also think like I'm an extreme of energy and like like because when I'm when I'm like on I like I am energetic and loud and you know so I think it's also like really noticeable I can't it doesn't like slip through the cracks like when I'm having a bad day as much as I try to be like okay don't affect anybody else it's like even me trying to be like quiet and in my own space is like really affecting other people because they're you know used to it's hard to hide it's hard to hide yeah Yeah. but I think I mean I appreciate that I wouldn't say everyone appreciates it but I think we're both very similar like we're honest and sometimes like, I wouldn't tell everybody I'm having a bad day. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm good. But, yeah. like, with you, I'll be like, yeah, Safe space. I'm, fucking, I'm having not a great morning. This, <laughs> You know, and it's like, and then just letting that out often kind of makes me feel a little bit better yeah. anyway. So. Well, I think we're good. I, we don't, like, try to take care of each other's problems. And I think that's also, like, I don't really want anybody to take care of. I, I'm mm. going to handle my the things that are going on. I just, like, if I'm going to say it, I don't want you to try to fix it. And then it's like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything. And then I'm just going to go in here and work out. And nobody's going to notice. And then everybody's like, what's wrong with yeah. you? And then it just You're not smiling. Spirals. Yeah. Woof. But really by the smile? end of the workout, I was. Yeah. And that shout out to movement. Because I go. was, I came in here with, you know, smelling like onions, apparently, but in a good mood. Yeah, you were good. Yeah, it was good onion. Good on you. That is terrible. Okay. Um, doobie doobie doo. God, there was another question, but I can't remember it now. So um, we're going to skip. We're just going to call this podcast Onion. I'm sweating right now that like literally everybody knows I smell like a freaking onion now. Oh, come on. Centaur. 
a Lilabo Centol onion because I do always have that spray on me as well. What is that? That's a fragrance? Centol, yeah, my fragrance. Centol. Tell Cintal. me more. Tell me more. From Lilabo. Okay. Do I, you I normally smell language. like an onion or do I normally smell like something relatively okay? I, no, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you like for how much you move, especially I mean sometimes I'm concerned because you're like yo, I just did a workout like at Luca's and then I'm also going to film like four workouts with you and like there's two parts. One, I'm like how are you still like walking around? Like what is happening? And then the next day you're like in Mexico or something. I'm like how do you fucking wake up? But then B, like, there might be a slight breeze, you know, of a little funk. But, like, I, sometimes it's probably just me sitting there, too. <laughs> like, it's, it's light. So I got to say, you, I appreciate that. I don't know what that means, like, what you're doing, you know, behind the scenes. Like, maybe Shout you're applying a lot to... Secret yeah. deodorant. Um, and don't come at me. Anybody that's listening to this and tries to come at me and tells me secret's bad. I have tried all of the baking soda, natural, mm. this and that. And not, it's not that it doesn't work. You know, the weird thing is it makes my clothes smell. Like, so I think uh, I'm actually, I have allergic reaction to it or something. Interesting. Yeah, but we don't have to get now into we're smells. Getting, yeah, Let's we're not. getting deep now. Let's, Let's move on from move that. On. Okay, so we are going to, I'm really excited about this because oh. I want it to go really well. So we've been... Uh, We've been getting people to to leave comments or questions on SpeakPipe, which is kaizafit.com slash ask, A-S-K, where you can leave um, a question. Are you good with the headphones over there? This is an adjustment. Yeah, I it's like good. It. But there's a reason for it, right? Oh. So check this out. Okay. Here we go, folks. We're going to take some listener questions. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. new. Yeah, this is new. So here do we, we get go. a dun 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 dun? No. Hello. I was wondering about supplements. What do you think are beneficial? What supplements do you think are harmful and what do you take? Thank you. Bye. That was from Samantha Barlow, who Samantha shows up a lot of places. I see her on YouTube, leaving comments. I see her on Instagram and she left us a a nice little message. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. So another thing I love about this little podcast pro thing is I can hook it up to my iPad and I can play questions live on the air. We can hear from the team, which shout out again. Now, if you have questions, kaisafit.com slash ask yeah. now that we know it actually works. Yeah. So let's get to Samantha's okay. questions. Supplements. So, what do you think? So supplements, I have a love hate relationship with supplements because I think, uh, a lot of people can tend to rely on them a bit too much. And when I mean supplements, I mean a little bit more like protein powder and stuff like that. Um, and then also you can take things and you don't know what you're taking. And then, you know, there's a lot of supplements that are, kind of on the crappier side. So I've had a roller coaster ride with supplements recently, which we've talked about before. I have started using thorn supplements, which I am loving. And again, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if things are like placebo. I love their protein powder. I love, they call it catalyte. It's like their electrolytes. I take an omega. I'm going to have to basically take a picture of what I take. Cause I take a handful of things and now I don't even know it. I take an omega, a vitamin D, um, a joint support and maybe like a multi. Are these all pills except the protein? Yeah. Oh, the catalyte, the electrolytes. Are oh, not yeah, a pill. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm getting organized. Like I put them in a little yeah. container. You got that like old person. Like I have one I of those little vitamin do. organizers. Yeah, I do. Um, and I feel great. But you know, there's other things that I've adjusted as well. But I'm loving it. And I think also like the older you get, there are a few things that we should be taking. But because I'm not a dietitian and I am not. 
um, educated in this realm. I'm actually working with Thorne right mm. now to create a site that educates on what the supplements are and so that people can go in and understand what they're getting and what they might possibly need. So stay tuned. Yeah. And I think like, shout out to Thorne. Like I've been on that, like I, I've, I've taken a handful of Thorne things, but like just in the fitness space, they have been around for a long time. And I got to meet the founder years ago and like, they just seem to be more about education than like marketing. And I think a lot of, you know, like you said, like it's not regulated by the FDA. So kind of, it's a little bit of a weird market. Um, but I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm excited actually about like the thorn stuff because I want to learn more, but we've also talked about the placebo effect. Like, you know, there's certain things like the one thing my doctor told me was like, uh, glucosamine is Mm -hmm. like pretty proven to like, really help your joints. It's like, okay, I should take that. Like, that seems like a good idea. Beyond that, there's definitely, I mean, there's definitely studies and things like that. But when you take, like when I take something, it does, like I work a little harder or I eat a little cleaner or, you know, like it is a placebo. And I think as long as you're not taking something that, it's potentially bad, but I guess yeah. how would you know if it was bad? I don't know. But Yeah, I just, and I also kind of feel like I like the ritual of it. And I just, I mean, I'm not, I'm somebody that like protein powder is like very supplemental for me. You know, I, I definitely try to get my fuel from food, but also like there are certain things that you need and then I'm not getting from food. So um, I'm loving that. Yeah, that's cool. my, that's my so, supplement. So yeah, we're not, you know, we're not experts. I'm not an expert. And yeah. that's where I never want to like, I am not stepping on, I am not saying anything about that in any detail, but we are working with Thorne to, to have their experts give us all the info. Very cool. So stay tuned for that. All right. Next (laughs) question comes from Tim. Tim, take it away. Hi, Kaiser and Mike. My name is Tim. I'm an English guy living over in Denmark, uh, 58 years old. I just wanted to know, um, have you got, uh, courses and types of training and methods that you use for, um, guys like me, I'm not out of shape particularly, but I'm not at, uh, let's say peak, um, shape that I would have been 20 years ago, a few niggles here and there. So I've got a dodgy knee, which is, uh, dodgy is the English word for things going slightly, uh, askew, um, in my right knee, I've got a stiff lower back. I know I need to, um, uh, release my hips more, but my interests are always in, um, achieving all round fitness and good health going forwards, mobility, um, strength, conditioning, fat loss, and maintaining muscle mass as I get older. So yeah, just wondered if you can help and it would be good to hear from you and good luck with the podcast. Oh my gosh, this Wasn't is that good? so cool. <laughs> I know, I was so excited when I heard that one. We're like really connecting with the team. I know, it's cool. It's so great. Like we've never, even if we've connected through like comments, I've never heard, heard like voices. This is. Yeah, no, it's cool. It, what's funny to me about Tim's question though is like, he seems to have like, he kind of answered it. Like he yeah. like answered all the things yeah. that, I mean, maybe specifically like if there's classes or courses that you think would pertain, which you should provide. I mean, I would a thousand percent just say mobility to start with and to make sure that your body's feeling good, especially if you're having some aches and pains. And then if you're in just move, you can start navigating through because I think one of the, one of the things would be make sure that you start at the beginner level or even start level and just see how your body's feeling and start introducing things. A way to keep it simple as to what to do is do a mobility, do a strength, 
do a cardio three times a week. Move. Start seeing how you're feeling. Do one. One a of day. those. Yeah. So no. Oh my gosh. Not one a day. Well, no, I know, but it sounded like you said like do a mobility, do a strength, do a cardio oh, three no, times no, a week. No, no, no. Do oh, mobility so once a week. Yes. Strength once a week. Cardio once a week. Yes. 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 And just see how your body's feeling. And if you feel better just doing mobility for a week, a month, a year, maybe that's the type of movement that your body needs. Yeah. And so it, it just in case, to be super clear, in case Tim doesn't know, justmove.com is where you can like, you can get a subscription to all of these classes. And so there's programs and there's even mobility with strength and there's even mobility with cardio and there's even yeah. mobility with core. And then there's plenty of strength classes and cardio classes. So but yeah, I agree with you. I think like as as I age, I think like strength and like Luca hit on that too. Just like having power and like muscle mass is really important as you age. But also mobility is like, yeah. is definitely a foundation. And if I could only do one thing, I think it probably would, it would be, be mobility. mobility. Yeah. Because oh, it's going to affect down. everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you tuning in, like so mobility, very simply put, is just focusing on movement that takes your joints through full ranges of motion. So it's essentially like what would be a car tire? It's like making sure that you have the oil in your car. If you don't have that, you know, nothing tires aired up. Yeah. Like nothing else is going to be. So it's like kind of, it's the maintenance. And because I recognized how much better I felt when I did it, I, I started to make it a little bit more entertaining for myself, which is why now we have so many other forms of mobility, cardio mobility, core mobility, uh, strength mobility. So you could do it endlessly. Totally. And you should. (laughs) Yes. Um, and the cool thing, just another shout out to mobility is as you get, more into it I feel like I just find myself doing it on my own without even watching like every day now I do a mobility routine that's just my own little thing but it's like in a lot of times before I go to bed I do a quick little thing too and it's just because I've watched enough to go like oh these few moves really serve me really well and you just start working them into your daily I love that you're saying this. And I think the cool thing about mobility is it's almost instant gratification because right away your body's like, oh, thank you. I had the ache and pain. And, you know, like when you did that, it kind of greased up my joint. Now I feel better. And you, that feeling is what draws you back to being able to do it more and more. So I love that. Absolutely. Okay. Darcy. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kaisa and Mike. I'm wondering if you can recommend some different types of stability knee braces that um, are easy to move in and bend in, squat in. I've purchased a few different types of knee um, compression sleeves and they're just really bulky and uncomfortable to get my exercise in. Um, If you have any suggestions, that would be great. Thanks. Darcy, I feel like I'm failing you. I do not have any suggestions. But can I go on a little tangent here? Go. So I would, I would love to be able to ask you more questions, Darcy, but I would like to know what's going on with your knee and is your knee a like overuse injury? Is it achy? Is it bothering you? Did you like tear your ACL? Was there actually, you know, an acute injury? Because one of the things that happens with our knee is it's almost, for lack of a better word, it is a dumb joint. It is in the middle of really complicated joints, which is our hip and our ankle. And so it gets the brunt of what's happening or not happening at those joints. So if I do like to tell people, if you are feeling some things in your knees, 
then, and you haven't had an acute injury, then we should start paying attention to adding a little bit more mobility into your hips and your ankles. Because when you find more range of motion in those two areas, your knee doesn't have to do as much work. So I know I don't know you, so I I cannot diagnose anything, but, and I'm so sorry, I do not have an answer for a knee brace, but I would say if it's something and it's a squeaky knee and it's just bothering you, let's start focusing on some hip mobility and some ankle mobility. Yeah. And to add to that, I've been a knee brace guy. Oh, cool. I've been through a lot of them. And I think what I've learned ultimately, like A, there's none that aren't annoying and uncomfortable and bulky. <clears throat> and B, basically like writing what you just said is that like normally it meant I needed to take a break. And and sometimes it was definitely just that compression. So even like just working throughout the day, like that helped just kind of like keep you know, keep, uh, what do you say? Like flush the fluid out or whatever. So it didn't kind of swell up, but like for movement, I never, it was definitely like taking a break and paying attention to other things. And now I never wear a knee brace, but there's definitely reasons why people wear knee braces too. So without knowing, you know, know. what kind of, you know, knee brace, but if it's simply compression and, you know, PTs are always good to check out and doctors and all that, but yeah, not experts. We are not. We're just here to talk. Yeah. Okay, this next one is so good. All right, oh, check this one out. It up. Sorry, I want to say. <clears throat> she may say in it, so I, I am sorry. Sorry if I if I mispronounced it. Kaisa, I love you. So does my dog. She just yelled at you in the background. We love you, girl. I am a personal trainer. You are my inspiration. Um, I lost a lot of motivation in COVID. Um, still doing my grind though, six years in the business, and you have just like reignited my spark. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh my God, everything about you, girl. But my question to you is how, like, tell us a bit about your journey um, being in the fitness industry and starting a profession as a female surrounded by males. You know, I love to work with males, um, my partners in MMA. Um, I'm very much in that industry as well, but being a female means like I have to cut my way through and it's tough. And I want to know about your experience as a female in the fitness industry and being taken seriously and standing up for yourself as a female and what you get from male coaches. Do you train from female coaches? Like, let's hear it, girl. Love you. Love you. Thank you. I love your podcast. And uh, I'm super curious about this. So let me know. Um, All right. Peace. Oh my God, that was so good. (laughs) I love the energy. I so appreciate people. Okay, where do we begin? Well, since we covered a lot of like you you train with a a male coach and have, I think if you want to hit on just like how was it carving your way in the industry as a female coach, I think would be a great... Um, So I think what's interesting about me is because I was so negative about myself and about thinking that I was terrible. Like it wasn't necessarily that it was because I was a woman. I just literally thought I am, I am not a good coach. I'm not educated enough. I never kind of, I never said to myself, so I must be a, it must be because I'm a woman. Um, I was lucky enough to be in an industry or to start my career in Seattle at a very boutique gym. And most of the male coaches were very supportive. I had a very negative experience with the head founder. So that was like my first opportunity being um, having a male look at what I was doing and and not be supportive of it in a way that we don't have to get into. Well, maybe 
Yeah. Um, I think we should get into it. Yeah. For me, so this human being was an ex-athlete that felt like he had never really shined. And I think he was a very well-known trainer in this area. Um, and the older he got, I think it fizzled out in a way that he that it was hard for him to deal with. And I came into that studio as a young, energetic athlete. Um, And I think he, for lack of a better word, I think he was jealous of the way that people resonated with me and the programs that I was creating and the things that I was doing. And it was unfortunate because it was his space. And so um, it just, it, it became an environment for me that was so, so unhealthy because the one space that I was so true to like who I was, somebody was having such a problem and trying to like really put out my light there. Um, And it's one of the reasons why I ended up moving on into a different studio and opening up my own business and doing that. So it all worked out. But that was like, I think that was one of the only times that I really, and I don't know that it had to do with me being a female. I don't know. Um, But I think more of my story has to do with just not believing in myself less than, you know, having to come across like men that didn't believe in me. I believed in myself so little that like I believed in myself less than whatever anybody thought about me. Um, In the industry, I also think women have to deal with not being over-sexualized. And I was very aware of that. And I was aware of the way I was training and the way that I wanted to train my clients. And then when I was on social media, the way um, that I was putting out content. So I think I've kind of steered clear in the most part. I've steered clear of having that be the target on my back um, and being much more about, you know, performance and the things that I was physically doing. Um, but I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I don't have a moment. I think now maybe with certain men that I am in relationships with and understand how they're running their business and understanding how I'm treated a little bit differently become is frustrating because it's actually, you know, factual. But I don't know what my advice would be. I don't know. It's hard. I it's it is it is the world that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean I think in general it is more difficult to be a female in the industry than to be a male. There's many more males. Um than females. And I think we just have to keep pushing forward. I I'm definitely aware of the opportunities that I have and trying to push them forward for the young trainers, the young female trainers that are coming up behind me. Um, and I think it's getting better and better, which is really exciting. We have, you know, professional uh, male athletes that are training with females. Um, and there are women that are in amazing positions now that weren't even 10 years ago when I was coming up. So yeah. Yeah. It's hard to like have the advice. If- yeah. If it was like detailed questions, maybe I could, but it's hard because I think for me, it wasn't necessarily like, I never felt like it was because I was a woman that I was held back from things. I think I just always knew that I was holding myself back mm. from things. Um, so I haven't, ne- I can't necessarily say that I've had that experience of being a female and watching, you know, my male counterpart who I'm equal to get more experiences or more opportunities than me. You're also on the flip side. You're like a force. I feel like you bring (laughs) such like undeniable energy. We're like, no, that's not like you, you can't say no, that's not like, that's not part of this conversation right now. Like I'm doing this thing right now. And I, you know, if there's any, at least how I observe you over the years, like if there's any advice I could say that I think you could teach is just like, 
fuck it all. Like just be you and be a force and don't let that, like it's going to be there. Like it exists. There's no question about that. Don't as much as you can, don't let it slow you down. Like keep doing you keep your, your eyes on the prize. Oh, thank you for saying that. And absolutely. And I think like, I am aware now cause I'm thinking like, I do use that as I'm aware of somebody who is my counterpart who gets treated completely different now in like the business world of things simply because he's male. And I use that as fuel. You know what I mean? And I like, sometimes I do have to cut my losses because it's just the way that it's going to go. And I'm going to hold my line. I'm not going to take less. Um, but yeah, I do. I think I've worked a long time to get to the point where I'm really comfortable and confident in what I'm offering. And I do come in with that, that energy. And most of the time, hopefully it's undeniable. Sometimes, you know, they don't want me around. Yeah. Totally. It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, what great energy she brought to that question. <laughs> that was right? so awesome. Hopefully we can hear from her again in the future. Yes. All right, you ready for? I think this is our. And also, just like shout out to being a male—I mean, a female—in this industry because it is a male industry right now. I don't necessarily think it has to be that way forever, and it already is changing. So, shout out to all the female trainers. Uh, I like more power to all of us. Yeah, and we're changing the game for those that are coming up behind us. Yeah, and as as like someone who's gone to classes and like as a male, like I actually often liked female coaches better than male coaches simply because they just again like ego you know like they they appeared to be way more interested in me learning the thing regardless of how it affected them or like competed with them like CrossFit specifically like it was like I made friends with a lot of the male coaches but like most of the coaches I liked doing classes with because it was like fun and I didn't feel like there was any ego involved yeah. I liked it so you yeah know, I think keep- and I also just want to be like and also shout out to the non-binary coaches because I also I don't want to just say there's only female and male coaches so yes yes I never had the pleasure of of working with one but yeah. yes I agree with that 100% yeah. too here we go oh Hutch's stuff performance checking in I got a question for both of you all right one kind of shoe you can rock for the rest of your life we go in with some Nikes, you know, some fresh Air Maxes maybe. Or are we going Team Vivo? <laughs> Let me know what you two think. Peace. Oh, my gosh. I almost ate the microphone. <laughs> That's Coach Tyler. It took me a second to realize. I was like, wow, this guy's coming in hot with the energy. I listened to that this morning. I was fucking dying because. Did you tell him to call in? No. Oh. No, I was going through, I was like, oh, I wonder if we got any more messages, you know, because I knew we were doing the podcast. I was like, oh, cool. We got a few new ones. And I listened to that and I, I exact same reaction as you. I didn't know it was him until he, because he said Hutchins stuff performance, yeah. you know, and I was like, wait. And then as he got to the, like the shoe part, I was like, oh my God, this is Tyler. And yeah. it, the way he delivered it was so the good. The best energy and a shout out to Tyler. And if you have not <laughs> taken any of his classes on Just Move, you are missing out. He is such an awesome coach as are all the coaches um okay one shoe for life yeah so this is like this is the great debate debate. i i'm not gonna lie in my older age the way in which my body feels when i'm moving and training in a vivo is game-changing so then i have to question like is it as I get older, I'm going to keep training. So is it like more important for me to feel good in my shoe or to look good? Yeah. Might go with feeling good. Yeah. I am in, you know, we all know I'm in love with my Vivos. Yeah. I'm also obsessed with Nike though. So 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, I always go down too many, like, truth-seeking rabbit holes here of, like, well, is it, uh, like, how long, like, one, literally just one shoe? So the durability Is it the brand? The- <laughs> is it the... <laughs> But I'm here wearing some new Reeboks and I'll tell you right now, I'm only wearing them because I just like, I've been influenced by you and, and, uh, Luca lately and everyone. I'm like, all right, you guys are kind of styling on me and I need, maybe I should get some new kicks. They're not the most comfortable shoes, but they do look kind of cool. I'm feeling kind of swaggy. They look cool. But the cool thing about you is that you rock Vivos like outside of the gym and you make them your own style. So I actually don't think that you need to bring back. Yeah, because you have your socks and you kind of like yeah. roll your pants up a little bit to show oh, the whole thing, the whole okay. current situation. I feel so acknowledged yeah. right now. What we need to do, what somebody needs to do, aka Uh-oh. me, is get him just more colors because that was yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah, that's good. Kind of yeah. wish we would have had this conversation before <laughs> I chose to wear these outside, and now they're no longer returnable. <laughs> Damn it. It was a big decision. It's okay. It's I still, okay. I like, I like the switch up yeah. of the Reebok classics. You noticed. But you know. Totally noticed. Um, the first thing I look Vivo. at, the first yeah, thing I look shoes. at on people's shoes, it's, it's, I'm you're, not you're ground up. I'm ground up. You're not up. top down. You're bottom up. up. Yeah. Um, I'm team Vivo for sure. When I was yeah. in Amsterdam, I only brought two Vivos uh, and I was ready. My feet were finally ready. Like I did like one day I did like 14 miles. Oh, walk, in your Vivos. Yeah, in you my had Vivos. Like broke them in, broke your feet in and broke your body in. in. Yeah. I will say travel tip, lacrosse ball. Like I, at the end of the day, if my feet were even just slightly, I just throw the, the lacrosse ball, roll out my feet a little bit. They're ready to go the yeah. next day. Golf ball, yeah, lacrosse ball, totally. Theragun if you have enough space. Um, while we're saying this, I don't mean to be that person that's plugging things, but if you do want to try Vivos, use the code oh, yeah. KAISA20 because you can get 20% off. We, they are expensive shoes. We both think that they're worth it, but they are expensive shoes. So we have convinced them to give us 20% off. So KAISA20, 20% off of Vivo. Yeah. And um, let me think. Let me let me think here. My favorites. We should label our favorites. Oh, yeah. So, so for, for men, I love... <clears throat> oh, my God. And now I don't know if I know the names of them. The but Primus. The, the Three. primus for working out, yeah. they're money. They're yeah. so good. They're really thin soles, so yeah. like your feet have to be really ready if you don't want to if you want to wear them beyond training. Like you have to break your feet. Yeah, Point yeah, blank yeah. period. Yeah. We are doing our due diligence by telling you all you cannot go from a thick soled shoe to a vivo and just do a full workout in them. You have to start wearing them around and breaking your body into them. Yeah. Um, the geo courts, which they just dropped new mm. geo courts, which is the ones I was sending you last Sage. night. And they got Dropping that new color, you know, just say, <laughs> and then the, uh, the Magna trail, I think is what they're called. Those are Magna dope because yeah. they have a little thicker sole. So like you literally could hike with them and it's just like a, a you know, a, what you like? No, what? I just, they have the gum rubber bottoms. They do, like which you so like. Or, fire. Yeah. Oh, okay. I you love, like it. Okay. Yeah, oh my gosh. Those are my favorites. Yeah. And the knit Vivos oh, yeah, do nice run too. a little bit big. So I actually, so sizing wise, I did size a size down for that, for the knit ones because they end up being, have. yeah. So if you have any other questions, just DM Mike and I, we, Mike's not on his Instagram as much as I am. So I'll answer your questions if you have questions about Vivo. Yeah. No one's asking me questions. <laughs> Come on. Let's well, get... if you were on Instagram more, maybe Look, they would. I'm getting on there a little bit more, you know, cause it feels like, you know, the fans out there want to hear. Oh, so, you know, I'm just fans. checking it. Wow. Your fans. Cause they spill over when they don't hear no, back not from fans, you. The team. The team. The team. The team. 
All right. I think that is all I had. I know, folks, you're so sad that this podcast is over so soon. But we uh, we really appreciate you calling in, dropping comments, asking questions. Wait, that was so fun. Now I'm sad. I'm womp womp that that was it. So, okay, if you're listening and you've gotten this far, can you please call us? kaisafit.com slash ask. Can you call us? Leave us a question. And it can be about anything because yeah. we'll take any question. I mean, we won't if it's absurd. We're not going to air it, yeah, but we would like to. Them, yeah, we'll, you know. we'd like to hear from you all. Absolutely. Yeah. And sh- just, yeah, what a great, like, was this awesome. was so fun. I was so excited for today. Yeah. Um, I had to get this special cord for this all to work, which I was nervous if I got the right cord. And so I got here early and checked this morning. I didn't even tell you, Aww. but it worked. And I was just like, Ooh, it worked. You're buzzing I on it. Buzzing. Love so, it. So be on the lookout for some new sound effects coming at you in the coming weeks. You know, we'll load this guy up with some fun sound effects. Okay. I think. And, uh, we've got to figure. Oh, thank you folks. <laughs> thank, until, you. thank you. Oh, <laughs> until next time. Until next time. Okay. But honestly, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you all. If you have questions, go and leave them there. Also, if you've listened to this a few times and you don't mind leaving us a review, we would so appreciate it. We just want to hear from you all. Um, and if you have anything to say and maybe you don't want to leave a, a, what is it, a question? An audio question. You can always DM us as well and we can answer yeah. them on the show. And I try to like, it's hard because there's questions on like YouTube and there's questions on Instagram and we get emails. And so it's, yeah. it's a little hard. I'm trying to sort of like get them all together so we can hit everybody. Okay. The easiest way by far is kaisafit.com slash ask because then I can just play things and oh, we can perfect. have okay. conversations. Let's but go there. yes, wherever they come in, we'll do our best for sure. And yes, we're terrible about asking for reviews, which is like how podcasts grow and we want to get more guests on here and all that. So Ooh, speaking of, maybe you could even leave a video or what is it called an audio message leave a message and tell us who you might want us to mm. bring on the show yeah because that was so fun having a guest and i mean i love talking to you but sometimes you know we talk about the same thing so yeah. no it, it'll be a guest show for sure in the okay. future yeah we will get more we just need to get sure. to the point where guests want to be on the exactly. show exactly <laughs> okay, if you so build which, it they will come which brings it back to we really need your review yes. so if you have a moment and you can leave a review do they just leave it on the podcast yeah, so on however you listen to the podcast. I know Apple for sure. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry, this <clears throat> hot sometimes water. Sometimes hot water. It's delicious, <laughs> but it's also kind of burp water. Um, I don't know Spotify. I'm pretty sure anywhere you listen to it, you can leave um, a review or a rating. And, Amazing. You know, whether it's just five stars or it's a comment about it, you know, how much you love it and all that stuff. We'd love to hear it. We're so corny. We are unapologetic about the plug. But team thank you so much for joining us here today we are so appreciative of you tuning in asking your questions leaving your reviews and we will see you back at the rectangular table very soon